0: It's a two-fisted, quick-triggered
1: marksman who shoots from the hip and never misses.
2: Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another episode of The Jack Benny Show and The Phil Harris Show. Usually we present the 1937 Jack Benny Show as well, but that episode is missing for this week. Hopefully someday they find it, and even if they don't, hopefully someday we get the script. We're trying to do that so that we can do a recreation for you, if nothing else. But for now, we have the 1947 episode of Jack Benny and the 1947 episode of The Phil Harris Show, both from the same night, November 16th. I just thought I would mention it's 2017, 70 years since these shows first aired. And this is the first time that I think anyone's ever put them together back-to-back like this in the exact way that they were originally presented. Jack's show would appear at 7 o'clock at 7.30. There was Phil's show, and uh, they were both done at NBC at the time. So Phil would not be able to be on the end of Jack's show because he'd have to get over to another NBC studio to be able to start creating his show. And in this case, tonight Elliot Lewis who plays Remley on Phil's show is also on Jack's show so it's interesting to hear the two shows and the way they're laid out in that uh, Remley doesn't appear until the last 10 minutes of Phil's show because of course he's on Jack's show and Phil for his part on Jack's show literally does phone in his performance in that the uh it's just a phone call and it takes two minutes I think of the actual episode and a lot of Phil's performances unfortunately on Jack's show take the form of just two or three minute bits from here on out because he has to get over to his own show um which is like I say unfortunate the earlier episode before this season they could feature a lot more Phil Harris on the Jack Benny show than uh the current episodes do, but it is neat to hear the episodes back-to-back like they were originally presented 70 years ago. So I hope you're going to enjoy both. Uh, there's a old intro that I had on the, the Jack Benny show that I thought I would leave on there. It uh, talks about doubling up the, the roles and so forth. Uh, anyway, without further ado, here is Jack Benny and Phil Harris from 70 years ago. Enjoy. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to a fantastic episode of the 1947-1948 season of The Jack Benny Show. Tonight I thought I would discuss a couple things with you. Number one is this episode is, of course, one of the famous episodes of Jack going uh, to the DMV to get his driving uh, test done. And they later we do this for television, and they had done this previously in 1943, I believe. Um, but it was such a, it's such a good bit that that's why it's lasted so long it's just um you, you'll see it works brilliantly. it's kind of similar in some ways to uh the Christmas episodes and so forth where he goes to one counter and deals with one person then another counter and deals with another person, and they all have different issues and different um uh, personalities and so it's gonna be a lot of fun but one the other thing I wanted to cover tonight is what's usually called, um, when actors in radio would do more than one part in an episode, they called it doubling. And usually, um, I think they just always called it doubling no matter how many parts you did. Uh, because I think you can only get paid for a certain amount. I'm not sure how that all worked out. Uh, but there were people who would triple and quadruple. And there was the occasional actor who could... Even quintuple, and so we have a quintuple pulled off by Mel Blanc tonight. Um, Mel Blanc is going to play Polly, Norman Krasna, Algernon, the Maxwell, and the truck driver on tonight's episode. We also have B. Bernard, Bernard- She's going to be taking on three roles, and I think our friend Elliot Lewis is going to take on two roles himself. So it's going to be a fun night. I love when Elliot Lewis appears on the Jack Benny show. I think he brings a lot of uh, energy and a lot of um, more subtle comedy sometimes. Uh, We shall see what he does tonight. So anyway, lots to look forward to. Have a great, uh, enjoying time listening to the episode. And we'll see you next time.
0: The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. An outstanding example, Lucky Strike. In a
3: cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And first, last, always, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. American. <laughs> Lucky Strike presents the man who knows. Mr. James Talley, independent tobacco warehouseman of Durham, North Carolina, has spent a lifetime in the tobacco business. Recently, he said... Season after season, I've seen fine
0: tobacco bought by the makers of Lucky Strike. Yes, fine tobacco. Full of flavor, ripe and mild. I've smoked luckers myself for 18 years. And auction after auction, independent tobacco experts like Mr. Talley... can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy... that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Remember... L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco... And fine tobacco means real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike.
3: Yes, next time you buy cigarettes, ask for Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw.
4: The Rocky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Jack Benny's home in Beverly Hills where we find Rochester tidying up Jack's den.
5: Mmm, it's sure messy in here. I can't understand why the boss saves all these things. He's sure sentimental. Look at this. A program from his first vaudeville appearance. Look what it says. The Palace Theater proudly presents that new violin virtuoso, Jack Benny, and specialized attraction, that sensational new invention, the Magic Lantern. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I better put these pictures away and... Uh Uh-oh, what's this? A bunch of pink envelopes tied with a blue satin ribbon. (laughs) Smell that perfume. These must be some of Mr. Benny's old love letters. I'm gonna open up one and read it. Well, I'll be darned. Cancel checks. (laughs) Those are love letters to him. something the boss must have mislaid. It's a letter from the doctor who examined him, and it isn't open. I better take it to him.
6: But, John, John, without you, life isn't worth living. Say, Mr.
1: Benny, I find... quiet, the... quiet Rochester. I'm listening.
6: John, oh, John, how can you out on me after all we've been to each other. I'm sorry,
4: Agnes, but marriage isn't for us. It just wouldn't work. It
6: serves me right. I should have listened to my father.
4: Your father, your father. If he kept his nose out of it, things might have been different.
6: Oh, they would they. Well, if I never see your face again, it would be all right with me. Goodbye. That suits me fine.
4: Goodbye.
1: Gee, this party line is better than a radio. <laughs> <laughs> no commercials. <laughs> hey, what do you want, Rochester? <laughs> Quiet, Polly. What is it, Rochester?
5: Uh, I found this letter from your doctor.
1: Uh, Read it to me. I haven't got my glasses.
5: Yes, sir. It says, the results of your examination show the following. Your blood pressure is normal, your heart is perfect, your lungs clear, your blood count average, and you're in perfect condition. Mm, The doctor must have sent you this by mistake.
1: Nonsense, Rochester. I feel wonderful. There's no mistake. Read on.
5: Yes, sir. Uh, Now, where was it? Oh, yes. You're in perfect condition. I want to congratulate you and hope it's a boy. (laughs) What? Sit down, boss. Let me get you some milk. (laughs) Now cut that out. And
7: it's for the million things she gave. You can
1: shut up, too, Polly. Rochester, let me see that report. You see? There, it was sent to the wrong address. Phew. (laughs) Rochester, stop holding my hand. I'm all right. I'll get it. You finish cleaning the den. Well, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Gee, Mary, it's good to see you again. Everybody missed you last week.
8: Well, it was nice of you to let me go back to Plainfield for Mama Papa's 40th anniversary. Anniversary, anniversary. (laughs) Hello, Polly.
7: Well, hello, you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Poor Polly. She doesn't know she's a girl. (laughs) uh, How was the uh, How was the anniversary party, Mary?
8: Oh, wonderful, Jack Everybody was there First Uncle Lou got up and made a speech Uh Then Cousin Earl got up and made a speech Then Uncle Harry held up Pop and he made a speech
1: Mary, your father got I mean, at his own anniversary He got himself inebriated?
8: (laughs) Well, Jack, it was such a gay party Somebody sneaked in and spiked the punch with Aunt Bourbon
1: No kidding You know who did it?
8: Yeah, Papa. (laughs) And Jack, you should have been there to see my sister, Babe She's very fashionable now She's got that new look
1: Shame she's got those old parts
8: (laughs) (laughs) No, she really looks good
1: No kidding Yes,
8: in fact, she's got her old boyfriend back You remember Herman Holquist
1: Oh, sure, Hermie, yeah Was he at the party, too?
8: No, he couldn't make it He had to work
1: Well, there's one good thing about Herman He's a steady worker that's what Babe wants, you know, stability Say, there's no chance of Herman ever losing his job, is there?
8: Of course not, there'll always be garbage oh.
1: <laughs> Well, maybe it was better he didn't go to the party uh, when, did you, uh, when, did... <laughs> when did you get back from Plainfield, Mary?
8: Uh, Thursday night, I was just in time for Claudette Colbert's birthday party How come you weren't there, Jack?
1: Well, I was invited, but I felt kind of tired So I stayed home and played Gin Rummy with Norman Krasner
8: Norman Krasner?
1: <laughs> Polly, I'm warning you. One more interruption, I won't take you to see Forever Amber. You know, Mary, I kind of wish I could have gone back to... Mary, what are you doing?
8: I'm reading this letter from your doctor.
1: Oh, that. It was just... Why,
8: a... Jack, so that's why you couldn't go to Claudette's party. <laughs>
1: Letter was sent here by Mistake.
5: My goodness. Uh, say, boss, I was cleaning up the bedroom and I found Mr. Ronald Coleman's hat.
1: Oh, well, take it back to him later, will you?
8: Jack, what was Ronald Coleman's hat doing in your bedroom?
1: Oh, it's a long story, Mary. But Ronnie and Benita spent the whole night here.
5: Uh, I meant to tell you, boss. In the morning, Mr. Coleman told me that your mattress was much too hard. What do you expect? Goose feathers? No, but he didn't expect silver dollars either.
9: <laughs> hmm.
5: And not only that, he said the mattress was lumpy.
8: Fort Knox should have lumps like that.
9: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Rochester, answer the door, will you please? I still can't understand what happened last week, Mary. Ronald Coleman called me, invited me over to his house for a costume party. When I got there, there was no party at all. As a matter of fact, they sneaked out the back door, came over here and went to sleep.
10: Something wrong, Mr. Benny?
1: No, no, Dennis. It's nothing that would interest you. Uh, What brings you over here, kid?
10: Well, I phoned Miss Livingston's house and her maid told me she was over here. Hello, Mary Hello, Dennis Do you want to see me? Uh Uh-huh You know, I sure missed you, Mary I thought about you every single day While you were gone Really? Yeah You went off with the keys to my car
8: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, Dennis I have them in my purse
1: Mary, how come you have the keys To Dennis's car?
8: Well, Dennis took me to a football game And I had to drive
10: because Dennis
1: Dennis, stop reading that letter It's from my doctor
10: why are you keeping it a secret? You should be very happy.
1: Dennis, don't be silly.
10: That's a mistake. But the letter says... I don't care what the letter says. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. You're not even married.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm glad you figured it out.
8: Are we gonna rehearse the program this afternoon like we always do?
1: No, Mary, I put it off till tomorrow. I have to go down to the Motor Vehicle Bureau and have my driver's license renewed. It expired over a month ago.
8: But Rochester does all the driving. Why do you need a license?
1: Well, I like to have one with me. You know, when I go to a bar, they always ask me if I'm over 21, you know? (laughs) Anyway, Dennis, we'll... Mary, put down that vase. Dennis, we'll have our rehearsal tomorrow. But as long as you're here, you can let me hear your song now. Okay, good song, Dennis, and your voice is better than ever.
10: Yeah, that's too bad. What? Well, if I didn't always have to keep singing on your Sunday show and my show Wednesdays, I'd be a great actor.
1: Oh, sure, sure. I suppose you'd be another Edward G. Robinson or or a Ronald Coleman.
10: It was awfully nice of you to say that, old fellow.
1: Stop with those silly imitations, Dennis. You don't sound like Coleman at all.
10: Well, you thought so last week when I called and invited you to a party.
1: (laughs) What? Dennis. Denny boy, you... (laughs) You were the one that called me and disguised your voice like Ronald Coleman? You... you did that? Dennis. Dennis, answer me. Answer me!
8: Jack, yeah, take your foot out of his mouth.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Dennis. Dennis, how could you do a thing like that to me? Now, I realize what a fool I made of myself last week. I don't blame Ronnie for being mad at me. I better call him up and
11: apologize. What a foolish thing that was. The uh, Ronald
0: Coleman residence... Hello, is Mr. Coleman there? Uh, Who shall I say is calling?
1: Uh, Jack Benny. One moment, please. You know, I feel better already. I mean, I'll explain everything to Ronnie and understand we'll be friends again. After all, we do have so much... Hello? Hello, Ronnie? Uh,
0: This is the butler again, sir. Well, did you tell Mr. Coleman that I'm on the phone?
7: Uh, Yes, sir, and it's the first time he ever hit me. (laughs)
1: hit you? What's come over
12: him?
7: I don't know, sir, but when I mentioned your name, he screamed Jack Benny, Jack Benny, and then he mumbled something about uh, dropping dead.
1: (laughs) Well, never mind. I'll just write a note and stick it in his laundry bundle. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, sir.
8: (coughs) What happened, Jack?
1: Nothing, nothing. Ronnie wasn't in. Dennis, I can't get over it. How in the world could you think of pulling a trick like that?
10: Well, I don't want to take all the credit, Mr. Benny. Phil Harris helped me think of it. <laughs> what? In fact, it was his idea. Phil? Phil, Phil Harris?
1: Harris?
10: So it was Phil
1: who put you up to it. Let me at that phone again. Now fix it. Imagine two guys getting together.
11: Ah,
7: uh, Phil Harris has rat us Resonance.
11: You know, the butler speaking.
1: Butler? Phil has a butler.
11: Why not? He's got two shows, you know.
1: I know, I know. Let me talk to Mr. Harris.
11: Okay, okay. Keep your shirt on.
1: Some butler. What I'm gonna tell Uh, Phil is plenty.
8: Mr. Harris, Social Secretary speaking.
9: You like that.
1: A butler and a social secretary Having two shows Certainly gone to his head Put Mr. Harris on the phone, please
8: Just a minute I'll tell Sabu to stop fanning him
1: (laughs) Sabu, look Tell tell Mr. Harris I want to talk to him
8: Okay Hey, Maharaja Get up off that Persian rug You want it on the phone
13: Okay Alice, you can take off that veil And stop dancing (laughs) (laughs) How do you like a guy like that? Hello? Phil, this is Jack. Oh, hiya, Jackson. What yeah. kind of a vitamin pill is holding you up today? Never mind.
1: That is something I want to talk to you about. What is it? Phil, did you put Dennis up to playing that trick on me last week? Oh, you
13: found out about it, huh? <laughs> Pretty good, eh, Jackson? Pretty good. Let me tell you something. I knew that when we did it, you'd appreciate the humor behind it. Look, Phil... You're the kind of a man who can recognize the basic fundamentals of satiristical comedy. <laughs> Phil... Yes, sir, when it comes to a sophisticated situation that provokes mirth and laughter, you're the very first to perceive its true value. Look, Phil, you can't pull a wool over... Which is as it should be, because you're not only a great artist, but a dynamic, scintillating personality. I am? (laughs) Phil... Yes, sir, that's why the name Jack Benny is regarded by millions of people as the ultimate in the field of entertainment. Well... (laughs)
1: Well, Phil, it was awfully nice of you to call me
13: (laughs) And I I certainly appreciate it That's okay, goodbye, Jackson Goodbye, Phil
1: Oh, Phil, Phil Phil, I got the most wonderful news to... Oh, I keep forgetting that letter was sent here by mistake
13: (laughs) Goodbye, Phil
1: You know, Mary, that Phil is such a sweet guy
8: I thought you were going to ball him out
1: Mary, I'm too big for that I mean, I'm the kind of a man who can recognize The basic fundamentals of satiristical (laughs) comedy. Jack What?
8: Is that your head or is your nose stuck on some bubble loan?
1: It's my head and put down that pin Now, come on with me, Mary I got to go downtown and get my driver's license Hey, here comes Don Wilson Don, what's the matter with you?
4: You're trembling. Oh, Jack, I just had the most terrible experience. It was horrible. A woman tried to commit suicide. Suicide? How? I was walking down the street, and she threw
3: herself
1: in front of me. (laughs) No! Fortunately, I stepped over her. Good. With your stomach? How did you know? Well, well, I hope... Good, good. I, I hope I'm not late for rehearsal, Jack. Oh, Don, I should have called you. We're not rehearsing until tomorrow because I have to go and get my driver's license renewed. Well, Jack, this whole thing only takes a minute, and we might as well rehearse the commercial while I have the quartet here. Oh, the sportsmen? Where are they? Right behind me. Oh, oh, oh. hello, fellas. Hmm. You know, boys, you shouldn't always be walking behind Don. I mean, you're... Getting pale, you need a little sunshine (laughs) Look, Don, I'm really in a hurry Can't we do this? Jack, it'll only take a minute Oh,
4: all right What is this number you've got? It's a song called I Believe Well, good, good, let's hear it Okay, now, boys, remember what I told you Just do the first chorus I don't think Mr. Benny will like the second one
1: Yes, I don't like it when it gets silly, you know Uh, Tell him to go ahead, Don All right, take it, boys
0: I believe, I believe I believe in wishing wells and I also believe in a lot of things, things that Daisy tells. I believe, I believe, I believe in lucky strike. L.S.M., L.S.M., L.S.M.F.T.
13: That's smoke for weed. We say that's cute, Donnie. when yeah. it comes from way down south. But before you light it, you should put it in your mouth. Well, that's the logical. Healthy boon, healthy boon, and speedy rings. Take a tip, take a tip from the man who knows. It's as plain as the face on the Randy's nose. L S M F T. Yes,
4: that's a
9: smoke for Say, me. Say that's
4: swell. I believe, yes, sir. I believe, you bet. I believe in Lucky Strikes. Yeah, God. Told him not to do it. Boys, this is the part Mr. Benny doesn't like. I don't want the second chorus. He doesn't like the second chorus. Don, not boys. Boy. Tell him to stop. Tell him, you better
3: stop. Tell him, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait!
1: Don, Don, Humphrey Pennyworth. (laughs) Oh, I can't stand them anymore. Come on, Mary, I gotta get downtown. Here it is, Mary, Department of Motor Vehicles. Here's the girl over here taking applications. Can
8: I help you, sir?
1: Yes, yes. I, I came here about my driver's license.
8: My, how'd you ever think of this place?
1: <laughs> well, you were recommended by some pedestrian, you see. This is one of the places they told me to go. Now,
9: <laughs> now
1: miss, my license has expired and I want to get a new one.
8: All right. Your name? Jack Benny. Name, Jack Benny Sex, male Yeah, but they had him worried this morning
1: <laughs> Mary
8: What's your height?
1: Uh, five feet ten Weight? Uh, One fifty seven
8: Hair? A
1: Mary, it costs more She doesn't mean that She means the color Miss, hair, uh, miss my hair is sort of a Palomino gray
8: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes I noticed you're wearing it side saddle. Hmm. Your eyes?
1: A lazy lagoon blue (laughs) Uh, This suit I'm wearing doesn't do them justice
8: (laughs) All right, take this application and get in line at window three for your eye test
1: Thank you Come on, Mary, I gotta go to window three Uh, Yes, sir, right over here, your name Uh, Thank you. This is where I take my eye test, isn't it?
0: Yes. Now, can you read the third line on that chart?
1: Well, not very well without my glasses. Uh, Can you read the second line? Oh, yes,
0: yes. It says... Uh, Would you mind taking a step back? Not at all. Why? Uh, You're supposed to be at least one foot away from the chart. Oh, yes, yes. I did creep up a little too close there, didn't I? And now, can you
14: still read that second line?
0: Yes, that's A L X R B. You're wrong. That's one three seven six nine.
1: <laughs> funny, my making such a glaring mistake. Maybe I ought to put on my glasses. There. Is it all right to drive a car wearing glasses? Oh, sure. I wear them too. In fact, I think I'll put mine on. <laughs> Say, the rims on your glasses are just like mine, are yeah, they? So they are. Now, looking at the same chart, I want you to. Say,
14: you're right. That is ALXRB.
9: <laughs>
1: That's funny. Now it looks like 13769.
8: It says Uncle Sam wants you
1: Oh, yes Now, what what do I do next? You have to take your road test Go right through that door to the street Thank you Come on, Mary Who takes the next driving test? I do Mary, we'll wait here I'll be back in a minute Follow me I hope I won't be nervous I haven't driven in an awfully long time This is my car right, right here
14: now, before we start, I want to find out how much you know about a car. Yes, sir. Now, where's your gasoline tank? In the rear.
4: Your
1: gas line? Under the chassis. Your gauge? 38. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, I thought you said my age. The gauge? The gauge is on the dashboard. All right, Mr. Benny. Start the car. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hmm, the, uh, the motor must be
14: cold <laughs> Shall I crawl underneath and light a can of sterno?
1: <laughs> no, no, I'll try it again uh... Well, we're running along smoothly now Is there anything in particular you'd like me to do? Yes, get off the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, oh, pardon me. There. We're okay now. And I want you to know that I can really drive better than this, but I'm a little nervous with an inspector in the car. I
14: understand.
1: Now try and keep your mind on your
14: driving, Mr. Benny. I will. You see that big truck in front of you? Which one? You can take your head out of the windshield
1: now.
5: <laughs> Look, Inspector,
1: I can explain the whole thing. It's just that I What's was... What's the matter with you?
5: Can't you see where you're calling, you dumb ox? What? You hurt me. I got a good notion to haul off... Him, driver! Yes, slug him!
1: Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, driver. <laughs> we ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Standing here arguing when on our feet lies a poor little dog. Come here, puppy. Up into my arms. Were you hurt back?
6: Say,
14: he's a nice guy. Yeah, anybody that loves dogs is okay with me.
11: Poor little puppy. Hey, you know, bud, you really are a nice guy. I had you all wrong. I'm sorry I flew off the handle. Oh, it's all right. I'll see that my insurance company
1: fixes up your car. Thanks. Come on. Come on, puppy. Let's go home now.
8: Jack, Jack, I just heard a crash. Are you all right? Yes,
1: I'm fine. Come on, let's get out of here.
8: Okay, but I thought maybe... Jack, what's that you've got cuddled up in your arms?
1: My toupee. Come on.
9: <laughs> let's get out
13: of here. Come on, let's get out
3: of Jack, we'll be back in just a minute, but first essential to continuing success.
0: And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And fine tobacco is what counts in a cigarette. Remember what happens at the tobacco auctions? (laughs) Year after year, at market after market, independent tobacco experts can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. (laughs) Lucky Strike presents The Man Who Knows. Mr. Percy
3: Joyner, independent tobacco auctioneer of Lewisburg, North Carolina, sold 26 million pounds of tobacco leaf in one season alone. Not long ago, he said,
11: At all the auctions I've ever attended, I've seen the makers of Lucky's buy really fine tobacco. Ripe, mild leaf that makes a grand smoke. That's why I've been a Lucky Strike smoker for 16 years. So for your own real, deep-down smoking
0: enjoyment, remember... L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. Yes, next time you buy cigarettes, ask
3: for Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and
1: easy on the draw. Well, Mary, I'm sure glad I got my driver's license. For a while there, I thought that... Excuse me. Hello? Eddie Cantor? Oh, hello, Eddie. Yes, yes, I'll be on your show Thursday. By the way, how's Ida? Good, good. How's Marilyn? How's Janet? How's Edna? How's Natalie? Uh, How's Marjorie? How's Sam? Eddie, Eddie, don't get excited. I just threw him in to make you feel good. Yeah,
13: I'll see you Thursday. Goodbye.
3: This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.
12: girl wants. And that's the way your hair will be when you use Fitch's new cream shampoo. Fitch's cream shampoo leaves your hair dreamy soft like moonlight, shining like bright starlight. That's because this marvelous new shampoo is made with two beneficial beauty aids, lanolin and olive oil. Lanolin is used to soften the hair, to give it a brand new look. Olive oil is used to bring out sparkling highlights, to leave your hair gleaming and lustrous. And girls, you'll find Fitch's cream shampoo delightfully easy to use. Just a small dab whips into heaps of lather to thoroughly cleanse your hair and scalp. Then to rinse, just a swish of plain water and every bubble of suds is gone. Your hair is softer, shinier than ever before. Looks as though it had been brushed and brushed and brushed. Fitch's new cream shampoo is thrifty, too. Compare the size of the jar, compare its low cost, and buy it at drug or toilet goods counters. That's Fitch's Cream Shampoo, made with lanolin and olive oil for softer, shinier hair.
4: The F.W. Fitch Company, makers of Fitch Shampoo, presents the Fitch Bandwagon, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Robert North, Walter Scharf and his music, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. <laughs> like most fathers, Phil Harris loves to spend his spare time playing with his children. As we look into the Harris home, we find Phil, Phyllis, and little Alice in the living room, playing with a new dart set he just bought for the children.
13: Now, kids... You have to be careful with this set And look, I never want you to play with it unless I'm around But gee whiz, it's it's a great kids' game And you two can have a lot of fun with it
15: Oh, goody, I'll go first I want to go first No, I'll go first
13: Now, please, girls, please You shouldn't argue over who goes first It ain't important And it ain't polite (laughs) Besides, I paid for it, so I'll go first
15: Turn. Later,
13: Phyllis. later Now look, I have to show you kids how to do this You know, throwing darts requires skill Now watch me hit that target Now you see, I draw my arm back like this Snap my wrist and Is it a bullseye?
8: If you were aiming for the piano, yes
13: <laughs> Piano? Oh, gee, I forgot to allow for wind drift Hey, watch this one
15: <laughs> When is it my turn, Dad?
13: Later, Phyllis. later Now I want to hit that target first This time, I'll take careful aim and... What happened, Phyllis?
15: You broke Mommy's
13: favorite vase Oh, who asked you?
6: (laughs) Children! Uh, Children, what was that?
13: Here, take the darts, Phyllis It's your turn now
16: (laughs) What happened in here? Oh, who broke my beautiful vase? Phyllis, you did it No, I didn't, Mommy Well, then what are you doing with those darts in your hand?
15: Daddy planted them on me. <laughs> what? He's trying to frame me.
16: <laughs> Phyllis, where did you ever hear that kind of talk?
15: Daddy was reading us the De Tracy comics. Phil,
16: did you break that base?
13: Well, I would try with friends, and I'd pray with Fran, and with friends, a fro. Phyllis.
9: <laughs>
16: Phyllis, what did Mumble say?
15: <laughs>
16: he said he did it. That
13: ain't what I said. Hey, Alice, I'm sorry. It was an accident, that's all.
16: Oh, Phil, you're impossible. You should know better than to play dots in the living room. So
13: I made one little mistake, and I said I'm sorry. What else do you want me to say?
7: Good morning, Philip.
9: <laughs>
13: Must be something I can slip into his
7: cornflakes <laughs> he- Hello, Alice. Children I just dropped into Oh, goodness Who broke the vase?
9: <laughs>
7: now,
13: wouldn't you just know he'd pronounce it that way?
7: <laughs>
13: if it's any of your business, Willie I broke it with a dart
7: You were playing with dots in the living room? Oh, Philip, how can you be so stupid? You have the IQ of a two-year-old
13: With an IQ like that, I got a right to be stupid
16: (laughs) 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 boys, don't argue I'm glad you dropped in, William I'd like your advice on something Yes, what is it, dear? Well, the children are getting older And they're reaching the destructive age need someplace where they can play. Why
7: don't you uh, send them over to that nursery playground down the street?
16: Oh, I tried that, but Phil's too old and they won't let him in. (laughs) What, What I'd like to do is build a playroom for the children over the garage. What do you think of the idea, William?
7: As your financial advisor, I'm against it right now, perhaps next spring. Oh, but
13: Gee, I sort of had my heart set on doing it right away Well, if you got your heart set on doing it right away, honey, we're gonna do it After all, it's our money, and it's for our kids, and we'll build a playroom
7: Philip, don't forget, I'm handling the money for you people, and I forbid it I'm definitely not in favor of any...
13: Get anything. lost, I Shade, get lost <laughs> Go climb up on a high stool and figure up something, break something down <laughs> We're going to build the playroom Philip,
7: do you realize how much it would cost? First you have to hire an architect, then a contractor
13: That ain't necessary I'll draw the plans myself and I'll supervise the job Oh no, I can't think of anything worse Say, I might even build it myself
16: (laughs) Phil thought of something
13: worse
9: (laughs)
16: I'm not gonna let you build it, All right,
13: honey, all right, so I won't build it But let's have it built, don't listen to him And we can get it done right away
16: Okay, Phil, we'll
13: do it Now, good, now the first thing we gotta do is to get a building permit Come on, Alice, we'll go down to City Hall and we'll get one right now
16: But, Phil, I have to be at the hairdressers in an hour Well,
13: we'll get the permit first and then you can go get your hair done
16: Okay Phil, you know, I'm glad you insisted on having this done immediately
13: Certainly, I'm a man of action, honey I get it done right now, right now trouble with you is, is you just don't appreciate me. Oh,
16: I appreciate you more than you know.
13: Then you ain't sorry that you married me? Of
16: course I ain't. <laughs> Being married to you, Phil, is well, it's wonderful, marvelous. You should care for me. Awful night, nice, paradise, what I love to
9: see. I love to see you've made, you know you've
16: made my life so, so glamorous. You can't blame me for feeling amorous. Oh, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. marvelous oh, it's that you should care for
9: me. wonderful, what's more, it's marvelous. Someone like you should care for me the
16: way you care for me. Oh, it's awful nice, paradise, what I love to see. It looks like heaven, my dear. It's four-leaf clover time, from now on my heart's working overtime, oh, it's wonderful marvelous that you should care for me. They're so big. I hope it won't take too much time to get the permit, Phil. I have to be at the hairdresser's soon.
13: Oh, honey, it won't take more than two minutes. They're very efficient here. Let's see. Wait a minute. There are a lot of departments. So, hey, uh, I wonder which one gives the permits.
16: Ask that old man there, Phil. Maybe he knows.
13: Okay. Um, uh, pardon me, pops. Uh, we're strangers here. Uh, maybe you can help us.
11: Well, I ought to be able to, shun. I've been around here since 1929. <laughs> Do you work here? Nope. Been trying to get a building permit.
16: <laughs> you been here that long trying to get a building permit?
11: Yep. Yeah, ain't set foot outside this building. Well, ain't you anxious to get outside and see things? What's there to see? I hear they're wearing them long this year. <laughs>
13: Look, uh, Pops, if you've been trying to get a building permit, uh, at least you can tell us which window I got
11: to to go to get one. Oh, yes. Uh, First you go to window four, they send you to window eight. From there you go to window two, then to window five, then to window seven. Finally, they send you to window nine. That's where they have the permits. Oh, well, that makes it easy for me. I'll go to window nine first. They won't let you do it that way, (laughs) Sean.
16: If it's that much trouble Let's come back some other
13: time No, come on Let's try number nine This looks like the right place Hey, the sign says Licenses and permits
16: All right But let's hurry up, huh?
13: Oh, it's not gonna take long Not the way I'm gonna handle it, honey <clears throat> Um, pardon me, miss We're but here to...
16: I
15: presume to... you two Wish to indulge in matrimony <laughs> <laughs> Phil
16: Phil, she thinks We want a marriage license
15: My, you two make Such a lovely couple Gee, you're pretty Thanks I'm talking to her Gee, miss, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen Tell me, how come you're marrying
16: this schmo? Well, you know, things are bad all over Getting a husband is like buying a used car You take what you can get now and trade it in later for something better <laughs>
13: Look, miss, we ain't here to get married Why not? Because we're already married (laughs) Sounds like a convention of Brooklyn bartenders (laughs) With a ham hock Look, lady (laughs) Look, lady, uh, uh, you're under the wrong impression See, we don't want a marriage license We want a building permit
15: what are you going to build? A
13: playroom over the garage.
15: Oh, well, for that, you'll have to go to the playroom over the garage window. (laughs) Look, honey,
13: just give us a building permit, any kind.
15: Very well. But first, there were some questions. What's your name?
13: Phil Harris.
15: Can you prove it? Can I... (laughs) Look
13: at these golden locks, honey. Just look at this wavy hair. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I have my birth certificate with me.
15: Those things can be forged, you know.
13: (laughs) Oh, honey, this is ridiculous.
15: you can go see the supervisor, Mr. Johnson. Well,
13: that's what I'll do. I'll see the supervisor. Where is he?
15: He's in Washington. He's being investigated. (laughs) Why don't you go to window
16: 24? Maybe Mr. Marshall can help
13: you. All right, all right. Come on, Alice. Let's go to window 24.
16: Oh, but Phil, I have to get to the hairdresser. With all this red tape you have to go through, this'll take all day.
13: They ain't got no red tape around here. It's easy if you know what you're doing. Now, come on, honey.
11: How you doing, Sean? Oh, 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 hello, Pops Oh, not too bad I have to go to window 24 Oh, yes, yes If I remember, that's the one where they give you a white card After that, you have to go to window 16 They give you a red card And the red card gives me permission to build No, it gives you permission to fill out the white card
9: (laughs)
16: Oh, look, Phil, I have to leave. You get the permit and I'll, I'll see you at home.
13: Okay, honey, I'll get it. So long.
16: Bye. Whoops, I almost fell. What happened? I tripped over some of that red tape they ain't got none of around here.
13: <laughs> oh, don't be sarcastic. Go on home. Hey, Pops, thanks for your help. I'm going over and get a red card so I can fill out a white one.
11: Yeah, it won't do you no good to fill out a red card. Why not? They're all out of white cards. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they ain't expecting any till next week But that'll give you a chance to go up to the 10th floor You can't get a white card until you go up the 10th floor anyway The 10th floor? What do I have to go up there for? Blood test <laughs> So long, Fox
13: Oh, gee, this is ridiculous All you have to go through I'd forget the whole thing if it weren't for Alice but, gee whiz, there must be somebody around here who can help me Hiya, Curly Oh, oh, hello, Frankie Hey, what are you doing here in the city hall? I just mailed the package over in the post office
14: It's a wedding present I sent to somebody Who's getting married? Princess Elizabeth
13: Who!
9: Oh. <laughs>
13: Wait a minute, Frankie Why are you sending Princess Elizabeth a present? I have to Liz will be expecting something from me <laughs>
14: After all, when I was stationed in England during the war, me and the royal family got quite chummy. They thought a lot of me. They did, huh? Yeah. In fact, when I sailed back to the States, they all come down to the dock. The king brought fruit and candy, the queen brought books and magazines, and the princesses brought handkerchiefs. Really? Yeah. It's a very touching sight. (laughs) As the boat pulled out, there they stood on the dock, eating, reading, and waving goodbye. (laughs) Why
13: do I keep giving you these leads? Hey, Curly, I met
14: Alice outside She told me you are in here Trying to get a building permit
13: What do you want it for? We want to build a room over the garage What for? So President Truman and his wife Will have a place to stay When they come to see us on weekends What are you giving me? The president wouldn't come to your place Look, if you can have the royal family on the dock I can have the Trumans for the weekend <laughs> Believe me Now, if you must know, I was planning on building a playroom for the kids so they'll have a place to play indoors when it's raining. You're a good man, Harris. (laughs) But at the rate I'm going now, it's going to take a year to build it. Curly, how would you like to have that room built by tonight? Tonight? Are you crazy or something? No. You
14: heard of those ready-made houses, the ones that come in sections, all you have to do is put it together? Oh, you mean one of them prevaricated houses? (laughs) Them And they sell them Down the street We'll buy one And if I help you We can have the thing up In about three hours
13: Three hours Gee whiz If I could have that thing up By the time Alice Got home and surprise her Sure Oh Hey but wait a minute I still have to get A building permit first What for? You're not building anything
14: Curly This thing's already built All you gotta do Is stick it together What you need
13: Is a stick it together permit
9: (laughs) Hey,
13: Frankie, let's do it We'll go over and buy one of those rooms, rent a trailer, and then take it right out to the house,
9: huh?
0: (laughs) Well, that's the
13: last section, Curly Everything's off the trailer Well, it's about time It took us over an hour to unload all of that stuff I don't know why I let you talk me into getting anything this elaborate All I wanted was a little playroom It ain't elaborate Now stop beefing and give me a hand with this
14: bathtub <laughs> <laughs> This ain't gonna be just a dingy
13: playroom It'll have showers, dressing rooms, kitchenette. I know what it's got, I know what it's got Now let's get started and put this thing together Okay, yeah Curly, I've been looking at the instruction book And it sounds awful complicated Nonsense All you need is common sense to follow those instructions It's a cinch You read the instructions to me And then I'll start putting it together That's all Now, what's the first step? Uh,
14: (laughs) Step one, flooring the flooring shall be one by six number two girders, size, the uniform thickness of not less than three quarter inch, overlapping exterior <laughs> siding of number four galvanized piping with ship lap joint as indicated and of not less than eleven sixteenths thickness.
13: What's the second step?
9: <laughs>
13: Let me see. Uh,
14: Mud sills and pier caps Shall be applied vertically Over type B Or type
13: 002 metal Step three
9: <laughs>
5: Let
13: me have that book Yeah Oh Frankie You've been looking At the wrong page It tells you right here How to start It says First fit the floor joists To the specified dimensions That's very simple Hand me a dimension <laughs>
14: You want a round dimension or a square?
9: (laughs) Hey,
13: Curly, maybe we ought to forget this No, no, I'm going through with it now Hand me that hammer and some nails And we'll get this floor down All right Hey, just wait till Alice and the kids See what I'm doing for them Gee whiz, they're gonna be tickled You know something, Frankie? I get a kick out of this sort of thing It's a lot of fun nailing and working around You know, it takes my mind off of things because I'm full of fun and fancy free That's the way I want to be I don't let my troubles trouble me I'm fancy free and full of fun I got no time to worry none I'm too busy singing in the sun If you should have a chronic ache Those pills won't help you strong The only tonic you should take Is a teaspoonful of song So if you'd really like to be Happy, lucky, just like me. Drown your frowns, my friend, and you will see That you'll be full of fun and fancy free. He's full of fun and fancy free. That's the way I wanna be. I don't troubles, worry me. He's fancy free and full of fun. Got no time to worry none. I'm too busy singing in the sun. If you should have a chronic ache, those pills won't make you strong. The only tonic you should take is a teaspoonful of song. So if you'd really like to be happy, lucky, just like me, drown your frowns, my friend, and you will see. You will see that you'll be full of fun and fancy-free. You'll be full of fun.
9: Son of God.
13: You be full of fun and fancy
6: free. Hiya, Mr. Harris.
13: Oh, hello, Julius.
6: Did you just hit yourself with that hammer? No, why? I was just passing by and I heard you yelling like you was in pain.
13: Yelling, you should get paid what I get paid for that kind of yelling. You know, somehow I think you're right We ought to stick to building houses What's the matter, kid? I was singing Don't you like my voice?
6: Oh, but, Deaf, When you sing, your voice does something to me I get a peculiar feeling in our lump forms right here In your heart? No In your throat? You're going in the wrong direction <laughs> Guys doing? If
13: it's any of your business, we're building a room.
6: <laughs> <laughs> this I gotta see. What are you laughing at?
14: We're building a playroom. It'll be the best one you ever saw.
13: Yeah, it's gonna have pink walls and lace curtains and a special place for dolls and a tea table and everything. Yeah.
6: Well, well, the Rover boys build themselves a nice of me.
13: <laughs> It ain't for us, and shut up. Run along, Junior, so we can get this thing finished.
6: With well, you two working on it, I don't think you'll ever get it finished.
14: You know, Curly, I hate to admit it, but I think the kid's right. We've been working on it for two hours. All we got up is the door. Only reason that's up because I'm holding it.
6: Hey, look, you ain't doing it right, Mr. Harris. These prefab jobs are very easy to put up. All you have to do is slide those four wall sections into the grooves in the flooring. Look, ring. kid,
13: stop it. We don't need your help. Beat it. Get lost. Go back to market and water your Brussels sprouts.
6: <laughs> all right, I'm going. But all you have to do is slide those four wall sections into the grooves in the flooring. Oh, get of it.
14: <laughs> what nerve of
13: that kid trying to tell us how to build this? Yeah, the little <laughs> wise guy with these stupid suggestions. Now, let's get back to work and do it our way. Okay, Curly. What do we do first? Hand me those wall sections So I can slip them into the grooves in the flooring <laughs> Well, Frankie, that was the last nail yeah. She's all finished, boy Hey, and just in time Because Alice will be home any minute Gee whiz Looks great, doesn't it? I wouldn't go that
14: far, Curly <laughs> I think we did something wrong
13: The shape of the room is a little peculiar Why? Just because it's a little narrow at the top It sags in the middle and gets wide at the bottom Doesn't mean it's got a peculiar shape You know something, Curly? What?
14: It looks like a blind date I once had in Pomona (laughs) Curly I think we forgot something
1: Nah
9: (laughs) No,
13: Yeah, we did a job here that any carpenter'd be proud of Gee whiz, Frankie, I bet it looks wonderful on the inside Let's go in and see Okay, give me a boost so I can reach the doorknob (laughs) I got a better idea Let's get down
14: on our hands and knees and crawl in through the window, it's easier
13: (laughs) Okay You know something, Frankie, This this don't seem right somehow Nah Hey, Curly? It don't look too bad on the inside here Certainly nice and big I think it looks great on the inside It's, uh, it's, uh, it's unusual looking It's, it's different
14: It sure is It's the first square room I ever seen with five walls
13: (laughs) (laughs) Say, uh, I I wonder where the extra wall came from What difference?
14: What I like about this room Is it's so bright With the sun streaming in
13: Yeah, don't you think It's a little too bright Hey, Frankie What? That extra wall Was supposed to be the roof (laughs) (laughs) We'll put a roof on later You know,
14: I'm proud Of the way we built this We put the plumbing in And everything
13: Yeah, but are you sure We put the plumbing in right? Why? Well, aren't the pipes Supposed to be under the floor? (laughs) So what? You never see him when
14: we get the rug down. (laughs) Curly, are you sure we didn't forget something? Hey, isn't that Alice's car coming up the driveway? Yeah.
13: Oh boy, is she gonna be surprised when she sees this playroom? Hey, let's go out and meet her, huh? Okay, right. Hey, hiya, honey. Glad you finally got home because I just can't wait.
16: What on earth is that ridiculous-looking object?
13: That's Frankie.
16: I mean the other one What is it?
13: It's a playroom And it's got a bath And it's got a kitchenette Gee, honey, it's got everything Yeah, and I think You're being very unkind, Alice Curly
14: and me worked hard To build this It took teamwork <laughs> It was a combination Of Curly's brawn And my brain
16: There's a losing parlay If I ever heard one <laughs> That's the silliest looking thing I've ever seen
13: Well, it may not look good On the outside But it's beautiful on the inside Hey, go on in and Take a look, honey here, I'll give you a boost up to the door
16: Oh, this is going to be very handy for the children All right, I'll go in and look around
13: Now step down Well, don't just stand there, Alice Go in and look around
16: I will, I will As soon as I get out of this bathtub Phil, <laughs> what are all these pipes doing all over the floor?
13: Well, they're the water pipes leading to the shower Go on, try the shower Turn the water on Just see how it works
16: oh. This should be good. Well, here goes. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah, it's working out.
9: Yeah.
13: <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you are, Alice. I bet you thought it wasn't going to work. Yeah, huh? that shower's
14: working like a charm.
13: Look at the way the water shoots up.
9: <laughs>
13: <laughs> the water's supposed to come down. Be patient. It'll come down eventually. <laughs> One of them modernistic things Look, honey, I'll admit we made a few mistakes But it's well built and it's as solid as a rock of Gibraltar You
14: said it, Curly When we built something, we build it right You couldn't budge this
16: Fellas Fellas, now that you got it all built so solidly There's just one silly little question I'd like to ask What's that? Yeah, what? How are you going to get it out of the driveway And up on top of the garage? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we forgot
4: According to a recent survey by Cosmopolitan magazine, 61% of those interviewed said their number one hair problem is dandruff. But you can lick this problem by using Fitch's dandruff remover shampoo regularly each week. When you see how completely Fitch shampoo removes dandruff with the first application, you'll be sure neither unsightly nor unseen dandruff is spoiling your personal appearance. Yes, folks, be free of all dandruff with Fitch shampoo. For Fitch is the only shampoo whose guarantee to remove dandruff with the first application is backed by one of the world's largest insurance firms. It's easy to use, leaves your scalp tingling with that grand clean feeling. At drug counters, at beauty and barber shops, ask for economical Fitch's dandruff remover shampoo. Fitch is spelled F-I-T-C-H. And now here's Phil Harris with the names of the car winners in our final Fitch contest, which ended November 1st. Hi, everybody. The
13: Frasier Manhattan sedan was won by Mrs. Elsie Mallow, 1108 Lennox Road, Brooklyn, New York. The Kaiser sedan was won by Mrs. Morris McGowan, 406 Park Circle, Miami, Oklahoma. Other prize winners notified by mail, and congratulations.
3: This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.